So I was having a very bad relationship with food because of all the restrictions, because forcing my my body. So I found myself in a very dark place because I had this job that got me a salary that didn't get me to go back to see, see my family, not even thinking about holidays. I was in this place with food where I had to stop that. I was binging more and more and the more I restricted and I went back to dieting and exercising, the more, the, the bigger it was becoming. And then on top of that, I broke up with my boyfriend after years relationship. So let's begin this week's episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode where I have a special guest appearance from an absolutely gorgeous, beautiful woman inside and out. Literally, her soul is just so beautiful. And I'm really, really honoured to have her as my guest and just thank her so much for this chat that we're going to have today. She is an intuitive success coach. I'm going to reel it all off this intro. Are you ready for this, everybody? She helps ambitious women with rock solid strategies, powerful inner work and stepping into their feminine power to create unstoppable success in their business and life. She is a certified life coach, NLP practitioner, and social media expert. She also loves to combine strategies with work on the subconscious mind to remove limiting beliefs and blocks as your mindset is the foundation of anything you attract in your life. I hear that sister. She really believes in the power of working with the divine feminine to unlock their full potential and using intuition to take a line action and guide you in the right direction to achieve everything you want. Let's welcome to the show, Nadia. Hi. Thanks for that lovely introduction. Oh my goodness. I'm so, so grateful and pleased to be here. Oh, absolutely. And thank you so much for your time as well, because obviously you're just super, super busy. Every time I see you on the platforms, you're just, you're smashing it, girl. You really are. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I'm really enjoying my journey and sharing with the world all my gifts. Absolutely. Where are we speaking from today? Whereabouts in the world are you today then, Nadia? Spain. Yay! <laughs> in Spain, in the sunny Spain. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so what we're going to do now is we're just li- literally going to let the listeners know sort of the face behind you and, you know, who, where did your journey begin? How, where was it? So just, just let the listeners know. Well, it's a little bit of a long journey. I'm going to try to cut it short. But it all started with me graduating in business management. And I went into the corporate world, like everyone we have been told to have a secure job. So I went into the corporate world. I got my my flat, my mortgage. So I was paying my bills. But I was really unfulfilled. Like I didn't enjoy my job at all. It was every day the same. I was depressed every time I had to go back to work after holidays. It was so hard to wake up every morning. So the longer I was there, the more I realized that's not what I wanted. 
And I didn't know what it was, but that was not what I wanted. So after after eight years in the company and having my mortgage and everything in my city, I decided to leave. So I quit my job and I moved to London, Mm -hmm. like looking for opportunities because my city is not a very small city, but it's not a city that has a lot of opportunities for growth. So I moved to London looking for something else. I improved my English at the beginning. And then I decided I wanted to study something. Uh, so I was looking for options and I decided to study fashion. Okay. So okay. I went into a diploma that was two years. I didn't really hard because I had to work at the same time. You know, London is very expensive. So I had to pay my room and everything. Uh, and then I got a job. And I was really happy with that. But then I found out it was the same thing. <laughs> it was actually, I found so many similarities, even though it was, it was a complete different industry. But the feelings of the job in the office it was very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, after all that time of studying, it was really hard for me since uh, I was in London for one year when I started to study. And it was it was tough to get done all those assignments when it's not your native uh, language. Um, and yeah, I was there <laughs> feeling unfulfilled again. And my salary was was just so bad. <laughs> uh, it was even hard to be able to buy a ticket to go back to Spain and visit my family. So you can imagine how that made me feel. I was earning more money when I was working on hospitality while while studying than then after all my efforts studying and getting into the job. Uh, on top of that, um, because I'm very ambitious and I go all in for everything that I do and I'm very disciplined, I went into the fitness world. So I was looking after myself a lot. I was exercising a lot, doing weights in the gym, five, six days a week. And I developed binge binge eating disorder. So I was having a very bad relationship with food because of all the restrictions, because forcing my my body. So I found myself in a very dark place because I had this job that got me a salary that didn't get me to go back to see, see my family, not even thinking about holidays. I was in this place with food where I had to stop that. I was binging more and more. And the more I restricted and I went back to dieting and exercising, the more, the the bigger it was becoming. And then on top of that, I broke up with my boyfriend after a year's relationship. So I was in this dark place going back to living in a room in a shell house. I felt like a completely loser and I really didn't know what to do but I knew I had to do something and I didn't know where it was going to come from or where what I was going to do. And I had a friend that she was into self-development and she was kind of starting to be a health coach and stuff. And she gave me some tips on doing affirmations. She recommended me some books. So I started my self-development journey. So what happened is I started to practice these daily routines and looking within and seeing why I was feeling so depressed. And I also started to research on 
on binge eating and why it was caused and how I could recover. So I started to work on my recovery and my self-development. So what happened is after a few months, I was in a much better place with food again, like things that were back kind of back to normal with that. And I was feeling a lot better with myself. And again, I was still with my job, obviously, um, because I had to pay my bills and I didn't know at that point what I wanted to do. But I remember it was it was May of like four years ago now. And I went to the bar just to have it was a Sunday. I, it was the first sunny day of the spring. And I went to the bar by myself just to relax and meditate a, li- a little bit. And I took my breakfast with me. And I was scrolling on my phone on, on Facebook. And just an ad to be a health coach popped up. And then I was like, why not? Like, maybe I can help people that have been going through the same as I went. And I can help them recover and feel better with themselves and be in a better place with food. So that's how I decided to become a coach. But then obviously you become an entrepreneur and you decide to start your own thing. And it's not as easy and as beautiful as it sounds. So the first year of my coaching business was that. Like I learned to make my business work the hard way. (laughs) So after all those struggles, I was coaching in full freedom and self-love for being teachers. Uh, But then last year with the pandemic, I decided to change my niche and I went into business coaching. Uh, I don't call myself a business coach per se, um, but I went into helping women with their businesses so they could create success and help the people and not go through the same struggles I went the first year of my business because it was really, really tough. So I started to use the NLP that I was already using for the mindset of the ladies that were experiencing binge eating to then focus on removing all the blocks and limiting beliefs we have around business and life so they can really level up. So I combined the strategies and the inner work, the mindset work, and stepping into our full power, our full feminine power, which I think is such a big part of of really achieving all that we want yeah wow gosh (laughs) it's it's amazing because every guest I have on they share that that rawness part of their personal journey with me and the listeners um and again the same with you what you've just done I really it does take me back It, it just really sort of it grips at my heart you know to to thank you really for being so open about you know from where you were to where you are now but along that journey of the struggly bits that you had that you've learned from them that actually you can you can go out and help other people because you have been there yourself like you you know you're the perfect teacher in effect in brackets if you like where you know people will actually listen to you because you've been where they are at that moment in their lives when they come to you and I just I admire I admire you for that absolutely it's just the the best yeah I do feel it's very powerful as well especially when you are a coach 
you will you will always choose a coach that's been through the experience that you have been yeah. because you can yeah. she can or he can understand you at a deeper level yeah so, I mean let's just go back actually let's just let's just touch on that subject of um is there a sort of reason behind why you know with the structure of your business it is is it females only that you sort of you know yeah I'm just I'm just working with female and just because uh I do I just feel better connection yeah. than with men and I think we work in very different ways especially because of the feminine energy. Um, so I just feel more connected to work, working with women. So did you want a female energy bit? Do you want to sort of t- tell us yeah, a bit about course. that? I mean, what is that? You know, what it, well, we, I know what it is. You know what it is, but some of the listeners might not. So, <laughs> Yeah, so the feminine and masculine energies are nothing about our gender we both have both energies and the world like the universe is all created in polarities that is always one thing and the opposite thing is all duality so same as we have the darkness we have the light same as we have the sun we have the silence and we have the feminine and masculine positive and negative and we all have those energies within us so the thing is that because the way we have been living and the society has been built in the last many years, um, we have been doing things in the masculine way. And when things are not in balance, like the creation and things can happen in the in the right way. Things can flow, energy doesn't flow. So we need this balance between the opposite energies always for things to function and for things to be created. So what happens is that we learn to do things the masculine way. Uh, so the masculine, just a little bit of the traits of both so people can understand. Um, so the masculine is all about the strategies, the thinking, the logic, numerical, scientific. Uh, it's all about planning, organizing, being very rigid. It's more about competition. Uh, about just uh, going out on yourself is the giving part. And the feminine uh, side, the feminine energy is more about the intuition, the nurturing, the community, being flexible, uh, is the receiving part. That's why it's so important because when you give, 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 and you don't allow yourself to receive, then you are not going to be attracting the things that you want in your life. So you need that beautiful balance between the both of them. So just an analogy for people to understand better, like imagine the water, so someone wants to drink and the water will be the feminine energy. So it's there to nourish you, to hydrate you, but if there is not a glass, that the, the, will be the masculine energy to hold the water, then the water will then be able to fulfill its purpose. So that you need both in a good combination of, in, and a good balance for things to happen and be created. So that's a little bit how the both, en- both energy work. Um, so what happens is, especially since women started to go into the corporate world, we started to compete with all these men. Mm-hmm. So then we started to tap into the masculine energy as well. And for many years, the feminine side of things or the feminine energy 
is being hidden, is being considered. It was not correct. It was not good, not accepted. So we learn not to use intuition. Everything has had to be thinking, logical, not trusting the universe, not trusting our bodies, nothing of that. So we went into the corporate world and on top of that, we had to compete with all these men. So we started to overwork, to overthink, to be busy all the time, to go for like always trying to achieve more and more. That's a lot of the masculine energy, being goal-oriented and always trying to achieve. And we started to burn out. There is no way you can live like that, forcing yourself all the time. And this is like, for example, with me, with my eating disorder, I was forcing my body so much and exercising and doing more and more and more. And there's no way you can keep going that that way. And especially with women that we are normally the ones looking after the kids, looking after the house and then competing at work and it's too much. And stepping into that feminine energy and learning to unlock that feminine power is what actually makes things really change and where you can really enjoy your life. The feminine energy is also about pleasure, about allowing yourself to enjoy life, to enjoy the pleasures. So it's finding that beautiful balance between obviously the the masculine, you need the strategies and you need some planning and you need some thinking, but allowing yourself for, for the other as well, to follow your intuition, to pause, to enjoy, to be more flexible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, I'm not only laughing because I just want you to continue talking for the rest of the day, really, about it all. Because for me, it, every single word you've said resonates with me on that level of just yin and yang, and you know the the left and the right brain, and any any sort any type of. Um, conscious and subconscious work and also you know when you talk about you know the the female world you know because because let's be honest you know we're, we're getting to see it a lot more now that women are speaking up and they have a voice and we are equal to men and we are you know and over time we've evolved but but we haven't like females you know some there's still parts of us as a as a as a woman that you know are still trying to just figure it out of how which direction do you you know do you just as that person need to go in and the right like you said in the right environment and even down to the work side of it as well gosh yeah I mean so so let's just talk a little bit about um you know, your actual business side of things. I mean, obviously, this is all connected, what we're talking about now. This is all in your business. Um, But is there, you know, is there anything you want to talk about business related within that sort of structure you've just touched on? So in regards to the feminine energy in business? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I kind of, of course. So for me, um, the most important thing of the feminine energy in business is your intuition. Mm-hmm. Because intuition helps to make the right decisions. Because we all have this inner knowing within us that knows exactly what to do for the best of you and the best of anyone else. So tapping into your into your intuition is 
a huge part of the work that I do. And it also helps you not to overthink about everything. So when you start trusting your intuition, you connect with your soul, you connect with your inner self, and then you just trust. You don't have to overthink every single thing that you do. So for example, like um, some of my clients come to me and they're not clear on who their ideal client is and who they want to serve when they start in to work as coaches. So instead of having them overthinking about it, I always tell them to co-create with the universe and tap into their intuition and just decide something roughly and just allow things to flow instead of overthinking, no, I want to work with this person. No, actually, this is the other person that like, maybe it was better. So just connecting and allowing that intuition to flow. The second thing will be to make sure we create routines within the business where we tap into the feminine. So checking if we are being very controlling with things, if we are being very rigid, if we are trying to plan and organize too much, which we need to use the strategies, but make sure we are not going beyond. That is not being too much. We are not trying to overwork. So creating that balance one thing I really love to to do with them is uh, I tell them to plan the next day before they go to bed. So just kind of a to-do list. But I always ask ask them to include in the to-do list time for themselves. And not just at the end of the day, but in between as well. So let's say that you work, you always on something on content or your social media and then you plan half an hour where you are reading, going for a walk or having a tea, whatever, whatever that person likes to do. But making sure during the day that it, there are those breaks and that me time as well for pleasure and pausing and, and enjoying life. And it makes such a big difference for them because they don't feel they're rushing. They don't feel they're overworking. And it makes such a big difference. And also being flexible. Uh, like this is a huge thing for me because before I would be, no, I need to do this because I'm so disciplined. And I would be like, I need to do this. When I finish, then I get to do that. And my boyfriend comes from work many times and it's around 3 p.m. and I work until seven. So I'm still in my working time. And sometimes he's like, oh, I want to go. We live in, the na- in nature. And sometimes he just goes up the mountain just breathe or breathe or whatever. And he's like, I'm going going to go up the mountain. I'm like, I really fancy it. You want to come? I'm like, okay, I'm working. So then is this part of me that's trying to fight, like, don't go, you have work to do. And the other part that's like, like, I want to go, I'm feeling bad, you know, I'm starting to create this resistance. So the old me, the masculine me will be like, no, you don't go, you have work to do. But I will be feeling bad for it. So my, my new me tapping into my feminine energy is, okay, let's take a break. Let's enjoy. Let's go together to the mountain and I can finish my work later. I can stay one hour more if I need to. So it's about okay. that balance okay. and flexibility. I relate exactly to exactly the way you just said that, literally. I used to work, work I used to be a workaholic, just crazy woman, you know, just crazy woman. Um, and it was a couple of years back, well, literally two years ago, I just completely 
um, flipped my life upside down and started again. And um, I and I decided I made, I made a pact to myself this time round that I would design, create my own, you know, design my own life, work life balance moving forward. And I promised myself that I wouldn't burn myself out anymore working all the hours. That I would have this work life balance, and and it took time because again, it's that masculine and feminine side. I was struggling, like I was struggling with both sides of that for a while at the beginning of this new phase of my life because it was such an old pattern, a habit that I needed to break it down bit by bit, like be really kind to myself through the process. So I totally can relate to exactly how you've just explained that because now I'm, I'm exactly what you just said that you do now is I do make sure that I allow myself the work time, but also the lifestyle time. Otherwise, what's the point of being an entrepreneur, your own boss, right? Exactly. But the funny thing is that when you are pushing and pushing and you are in that negative, in like negative masculine energy, mm. the thing is you create resistance. So things don't come to you. You need to be chasing and doing more and working hard. But then when you tap into this feminine, and you allow for that space and you allow yourself to receive instead of doing so much, actually things start to happen and you get more results. So it's really interesting when sometimes I work with my clients and I'm saying, okay, like now you do the, you did the work, stop overthinking, pause, take the weekend for yourself. Like for example, when they are doing lunges and stuff like that. And actually they get during the week, the weekend where they, when they are not working, they get clients and they get things happening. And it's just Mm -hmm. that beautiful balance of doing and then receiving. Yeah, 100%. So can you, would you mind just naming one useful piece of information which could help our listeners to strive forward with their own personal situations that they might be struggling with at the moment? Well, um, I will say two things. So the first one is not related to the masculine and feminine. The first one is that we all can achieve anything that we want. We all have limitless potential. There is nothing different between any super successful people, me, you, or the listeners. The only difference is that we chose to believe in ourselves. We chose to break the fears and limitations and take action and go for it. There is nothing different. So anyone can achieve anything they want. So you don't have to conform with a life that is not fulfilling you, a job is not fulfilling you. It's just your fear of stepping out of that comfort zone and going for it, but anyone can do it. And the second one, when going back to the masculine and feminine, which this can be applied in anything, it's not just in business. Uh, what I would say, especially for women that we are so busy and especially the ones that are moms and have jobs, I will start creating that balance and seeing where they are being very rigid and where where they are not allowing for flexibility and, and they just feel burnt out or tired, exhausted and starting to allow for that space. So it can be with the tip that I gave earlier. So planning during the day, even if it's 20 minutes, 15 minutes, half an hour break for themselves to just breathe, to just go for a walk, to read a book, to have a cup of tea, 
a conversation with a friend, whatever that is, start creating that space and start working on having more flexibility with things, of not being so demanding with themselves. Brilliant. Thank you. That's great. They're really good takeaway tidbits, actually, for the listeners. So so how has this discussion helped you today? Well, it's always good to discuss about these things and and see how far I've come, (laughs) because sometimes we forget of our wins, you know, (laughs) we don't look back. So it's, it's good to always remind myself of my journey and where I was and where I am now. Absolutely. And Definitely. and of course, life for me is very important to impact as many people as I can. So if this has helped even just one listener, then I'm happy and grateful for it. Most episodes I'll say, you know, at least if it just touch it, it reaches out to one person and it can help. So are there um, still parts of your life you're looking forward to achieving? Oh, a lot. <laughs> so always growing my business, but like, I'm working on healing inner parts of me and and inner like child traumas and things like that and my self-development. I think that's a constant journey that never ends. There's always things you to work on and it's like an onion that you keep peeling layers and layers, you know. Um, so yeah, that's something that I'm always working working on and obviously always leveling up you keep like a video game you keep unlocking levels and and going up all the time and growing so yeah both of them are constant work in my life perfect I love that it's a great great answer um so let's let's finish off now I mean the time's just flown past but you know again it is just it's really interesting the conversation that you've given um all of us today even me I mean you know I'm still getting to even know you on a personal level besides the business side and just every time we talk or chat or do our little voice notes and stuff it's just you're just full of just energy of greatness and I love it so let's just finish off the show with sharing a fun piece of information about you fun piece of information about me I'm a dance teacher and I teach Latin dances and it's been really hard because I have been dancing for the last year due to the pandemic all the social events for Latin dancers have been shut down um, so I'm just really looking forward to dancing again. <laughs> oh wow, I like a bit of Latin. Is it Latino? Am I saying that right or not? Yeah, <laughs> Latino. Yeah, would be some. Oh, it's that shaking your hips and just real proper sexy. Dancing. Well, I dance. I dance salsa and bachata, so it's more partner dance. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and I was teaching back in London, but now everything is closed, and I'm back in Spain. So. I'm just looking forward for things to kind of go back to normal. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I prefer. I wish I was in Spain right now than in <laughs> our national lockdown palaver. But anyway, anyway, we're not going to talk about that today. So, <laughs> Nadia, we are now going to end today's episode, but just before we go, and I will let the listeners know um, that all of Nadia's. Uh, contact details are going to be in the show notes please head on over if you've got any even just any questions because she's so approachable and such a lovely person you know anything you want to ask any questions 
hop on over to any of our contact details. So for now, Nadia, would you like to say goodbye to the lovely listeners? Yeah, of course. So thanks a lot for having me. And as I said, I hope this conversation has helped the listeners. And as you said, if they want to contact me, even if it's not for business and I can help in any way, please do so and thank you so much for having me today (laughs) oh lovely it's beautiful and thank you so much everyone that's took their time out of their day to pop their headphones in and have a little listen to me and Nadia and we really do hope that you've sort of took some real goodness away from um, today's chat until next week love and light I do hope you have gained some further insight into this episode today and now have some takeaway positivity. I thank you for your time. Before we go, show some love for your favourite podcast by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Please do share the podcast with your friends and family or anyone you know that could benefit from these episodes. You can listen to your favourite episodes on Apple Podcasts Google Podcast, Spotify, my podcast website, which is www.thenicolapaulapproach.com. Stay tuned for next week's episode, where I'm joined with Isabel, who is my co-host for our journey topics. Love and light. <laughs>